0: Welcome
1: to I Heart Geek,
0: <laughs> and welcome to another episode of I Heart Geek. Now, have you noticed the screen looks a little different today? It's because in homage, we're not going to do it the whole show, but it's in homage to the brilliance of Kevin Smith, who made it the generation-defining movie Clerks, and then he stopped making movies the end and they all lived happily ever after no that's not what happened thanks for tuning in (laughs) great show guys thanks for getting up early i'm dub and i'm here with michelle and i'm here with blize and i'm here with tyler how y'all doing today great
2: doing good my kid slept in too late (laughs) you sound like that's a bad thing oh man It, it is when you've got stuff to do new
0: parent problems <laughs> <laughs> this this, uh, this episode is brought to you by kevin smith himself next to chris giorgetti the greatest thing to come out of jersey anybody buying that
3: yeah. i'll go i'll go with chris giorgetti yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll agree with you on that one don't
0: so forget uh,
2: the boss right giorgetti oh,
0: oh no he's in jail for dui again okay so <laughs> i i can't don't don't the set worst me up. don't worry <laughs> Don't set me up with it. Okay. Hate so here's 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 the question that I want to start with. What is your first, and because we're talking about this a little bit off, off camera, what was your first experience with a Kevin Smith movie? Whether you liked it or not. Um, so I'm going to save Michelle. So, uh,
2: <laughs> Blies, you tell us first. What is your first Kevin Smith experience? My first Kevin Smith experience, I think, was Clerks. Um, and I hated it. Oh. I, I, I was a kid. I, I will say this. I was a, I don't even, I don't even know how old I was. Probably 10, 11 years old. Okay, and the fair movie enough. comes on in black and white and nothing happens. That they, <laughs> nothing happens. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is this? And I turned it off immediately. It wasn't <laughs> until later in life that I, came to appreciate what it was. Um, and then I think my first movie that I really was like, I love this was Dogma. Interesting. I
0: think 14 is about the cutoff. It's the
2: earliest you should be able to watch. Yeah, you Yeah, you gotta be a, a, a solid teenager.
0: Well, cause you, you've gotta have that gross child, childish adolescent sense of humor mm-hmm. to well, get. Stuff's gonna
3: there. go right over right your head. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. You what hope you it goes
0: that? over your head.
3: <laughs> at fourteen, <laughs> ma- not mine. At fourteen.
0: So, Michelle, Sorry, you f- tell us.
3: Clerks. Uh, go ahead, my... tell us, Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Break everybody's heart.
3: And I'll, I'll. It's an it's a long show. I'll do that throughout the show. I'll spread it around. It's okay. Don't sprinkle it around. What I do. Um, yeah, clerks was my first. It was my first experience. I had like some guy friends who. Or like you have to see this and at first you know it's like this is black and white and stupid i'm not gonna watch it and then uh like so many people who watched it was like holy crap this is actually really this is really cool because at the time it was i mean you have to kind of agree it was kind of i don't know if it's say like revolutionary but it was different i would say it yeah it was very different um yeah really? uh yeah so and then and we'll we'll go on
1: from there but tyler my first experience was jay and silent bob strike back um, Wow. yeah and i, w- I was kind of running with that crowd that that jay and silent bob crowd
0: did you and... have your card your, your union card on that one
1: yeah <laughs> you know and so it was there was a lot of very quotable stuff and we're talking you know eighth ninth grade so it was right in that that sweet That's spot sweet for spot. that movie oh yeah and you know we we would just quote that thing all day long and those those two in eighth ninth grade you know that was that was the characters to be like you know it wasn't anything
2: admirable but yeah he was a jay he had a silent bob he ran around saying mm-hmm. That's
1: right. <laughs> that'd be amazing That's right. he did. the trench coat no. was cool you yeah. <laughs> know
0: Okay. Well, picture it. 1995. I'm in the middle of the of the Persian Gulf. <laughs> Somebody puts a puts a videotape in the VCR while while we're sitting there <laughs> after working a 12 hour day. And on comes clerks, and my life has changed. I, I worked that one up. No, that honestly, I loved it, and it's because of the group that I was in. We were watching it, and the screaming laughter everybody had. It took me a minute. I'm like, oh wait, this is pretty funny but I had to be in the right crowd. If I would have watched it by myself, very possibly, but have been be like, eh, next. With that crowd, it just really opened my eyes to how brilliant this is. And it's been a lifelong love affair with Kevin Smith ever since, um, mostly.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> lifelong.
2: Uh, I
1: have a feeling we're gonna get to more of that.
2: I we might think... a little bit. You have to have, be around the crowd of people who enjoy Kevin Smith's movies, right? Because I think some a general public person who just picks this up at the video store back in the day probably did not dig it. I can't imagine watching this kind of without the influence of other. Because from what it sounds like, most of us had influence from the people around us, yeah. right? Somebody showed us a Kevin Smith movie. We didn't just pick up a Kevin Smith movie off of the shelf and and put it on. So I think you need a bit of influence from his um fan base to really to really feel what a Kevin Smith movie is. Yeah.
3: Well, especially with, you know, Clerks, I mean, because it, it was at Sundance. It wasn't like it was yeah. anything really well known. You would have had to have been if you weren't if you weren't already like a, you know, like a film a film buff who knew all this stuff you probably wouldn't have been exposed to it at least early on, maybe later after, you know, like Tyler, after you saw, you know, Jay and Silent Bob or something or Dogma or whatever, you, maybe you went back and looked at it. Um, but but early on, like, yeah, you, you're right. You would have had to have had somebody um, introduce you to
1: it. And, and more it. so probably because the uh, these, these movies didn't get massive budgets. So the marketing no. wasn't
2: mm-hmm. it flashed
1: everywhere in your face like they are today. Like when they came out with um, Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> Reboot, I saw previews for that everywhere. You know, back in the day, you didn't see them as much just because the marketing budget wasn't there, you know.
0: Which we'll we can talk about more and we hit mall Rats on how they kind of screwed that one up as their marketing. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. Now now the same guy that introduced that put the put in the video for clerks also within the same month introduced me to Friends and Pulp Fiction all at the same time. So this is the kind of crowd that we were running with. So, yeah, this is kind of my, you know, once you leave the comic book world, my other geek stuff, this is where this all gets birthed from. So th- thank you, Ralston. Um, yeah, guy <laughs> a a fiction fiction is he doesn't friend? listen to
2: this show at all. So it's all <laughs> it's good. just
3: an interesting combination.
2: <laughs> that's a that's a lot from a bunch of different directions. Clerks, it is Pulp fiction, but it, friends. But
0: I, yeah. you talk you talk to me, think about it, and you know that's about where, how my my uh, tastes go. They're all over the place. Yeah. And that's, and honestly, and this all came about that same creative time. So it's pretty amazing that that all worked out like that. So let me ask this. What is it about Kevin Smith, you know, the the personality that has been such a standout? 99% of people do not know who the director of anything is. Everybody knows who Kevin Smith is. Um, people that don't watch Kevin Smith movies
1: know who Kevin Smith is. Why? He was just so relatable. Yeah. It's, you know, it, when he made his movies and he started out with clerks and all that, a lot of people would always comment on the fact that he, his characters, he wrote like we talk. Mm-hmm. I say we, more or less meaning you. Because <laughs> you're a little older than I am. But um, yeah, you know, his, his characters spoke like kids that age spoke. And it it's just so relatable. And so you know his personality just comes through. he's just a very relatable dude i mean he he wants to have fun, he wants to make movies with friends and have fun, yeah yeah you know, who's not gonna like that
0: and th- I mean there's something about that style that everybody, whether you're a creative type or not you 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 relate to it, and I think that's kind of
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that's kind of where it is plus i mean he has put himself out there more than any person I've ever seen in my life. He has, what, seven billion and a half podcasts. He podcasts, I think he has the Kevin Smith, I'm going to the bathroom podcast. I mean, it's, he does, he podcasts everything.
3: Making breakfast, yeah. Yeah.
0: And the the big thing was, was the Comic-Con circuit, I think. Because he went and figured out how to talk to, take a question, and then talk for an hour and a half on nothing having to do with that question. So that he could say what he wanted to say. And he was so good at it. And you would think that your question got answered by the end of it.
3: Well, you know, and he,
2: oh, sorry. Go ahead, no, go ahead, Michelle.
3: Oh, no, I was just going to say too, like you mentioned going to cons and stuff. Like he he brought, you know, the 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 geek world into like with all the deep cut references and everything. He brought that in, in the early nineties to these, to these movies, which I don't think was really even being done
2: mm-hmm.
3: um to that extent. So even in Clerks, um he's introducing all of this stuff in so i think that was also relatable to a lot of people that were that were into that you know so they they got into that movie and started getting into him and paying more attention to him for those reasons too
2: um think about the time too he was one of the first creators that really utilized the internet he was twitter yeah. Not even, even early in or like Before. forums, like I know. Before was, it was toxic. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> was one of the um, creators that would actively go onto internet forums and chat with his fan base. And yeah. he utilized that where a lot of people at the time weren't to kind of build up his more or less underground following. You have a whole at the time you had a whole slew of people that weren't being reached out to in other platforms that he would, he wasn't ignoring that. And that built into what you were saying, Dub, of all these podcasts and all these different internet shows and YouTube things. He, he took that tool and he really, he really flew with it in the, in the early nineties.
0: Yeah. And and maybe to his detriment a little bit later, as we'll get into, as we go through his, the catalog of movies, um, the other thing that he did, that you know, love him or hate him, he did the one thing that everybody that listens to this show should appreciate. He took being a geek out of the closet, mm-hmm. because I mean, everybody was a closet geek then. Because we, you had toys, but you hid them. Because no, I'm not. I don't have toys anymore. You have this. You have that. You know, you watch these movies, but you didn't talk about it. Kevin Smith was the guy that said, "No, this is normal." You know, the conversations that him and Randall had. Are the secret conversations you'd have with the right person, you know, when we're when we're, you're working your high school job. Nobody did that before. Nobody made it okay. Which you yeah, know, that's I, what I
3: was saying. That's yeah, what I was huge saying. Huge amounts of
0: respect for that.
3: Yeah, and and he started it with clerks and just kept and kept going and it kept building and building as he built his you know character world um, that he's come up with. So no, I I have huge respect for that fact. I think. I think as far as calling him stand out now, um, I wouldn't. And I know we're going to get more into that, but I think where he started is doing all of these cool revolutionary things. He's kind of gotten, and he's a genuinely nice guy. Like, I think he's just a super cool laid back dude, but I think he uh, sort of kind of got away from creating things that are, Unique and and um, uh, what am I trying to say? Original content. Yeah. It's now it's just like let's regurgitate stuff because that's all I have. That's all I can relate to anymore. You know. So it, it's interesting how that's changed since since the early nineties to now. Yeah. And I don't know if it's by design. Maybe it is by him. I know. I know he's happy and all that and healthy and that's great. I just think in his case it may not have gone a good way. You know, creative create creatively
0: i'll agree but i won't um because i'll say this i think that you know i mean those first few movies were what has been what had been uh cycling through his brain probably for 20 years before he started and then to afterwards to say okay well let's make something new you can't do that you have to reinvent yourself and do something different and you know, whether you like it or not, he has definitely reinvented himself quite a bit later on in his career. Not saying it's, and it hasn't all been great, but you know what? He's, he's tried something he swung and he's missed. And he's, he's hit a few home runs in there too.
3: Yeah. So, you gotta have respect for that.
0: Yeah. That that's, I think the re, reinvention is hard. You know, it's, you can't compare anything in the world's clerks because it's one of the greatest movies ever. No one ever said, "Okay, well, you know what? When is Gone with the Wind two coming out?" <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, okay, well, there's an
3: example of a movie who, you know, again, a movie that should have just been left alone. We don't need to make two and three, true. and all these side things. But people yeah. are buying it. <laughs> well,
0: every, not as every much time. Uh, Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, so now controversial statement, I feel especially as you get through the Jersey Chronicles until the end of the Jersey Chronicles, I think that Kevin Smith is probably the spokesman for Gen X. Do you agree do you not? I thought I've made a lot of my points on why I think he is um, just because of you know he revolutionized the game and took us all out of the closet and made Generation X what it is um, my own opinion including the styles, everything else. The, the, remember the, the the very epic Doc Martin thing. I mean, we were all wearing them, but no one had like focused on that. You know, just
2: little things that is Gen X. Agree or disagree? Let's start with you, Blythe. Um, I disagree uh, only because I think uh, Kevin Smith, um, he just did what he wanted to do. He went with the styles that he wanted for the time, but I don't think he was big enough to really influence an entire generation of people he wasn't gen x all of gen x isn't profoundly smitten with kevin smith A a lot of them are and maybe i think for the people that he was outreaching he let those things be okay that you're talking about but i don't think that he influenced the generation necessarily he just did what he wanted and he put out what um what he what he liked and what he enjoyed and he let an outlet of people enjoy it with him which is as i say he created the way that people make movies now because
0: that's why i think he's you know people didn't do what you see on tv anymore before kevin smith because kevin smith created it my opinion but tyler yeah, I mean, well, I can like sound like
1: an apologist. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where I can see where you'd you'd think that and have that opinion. I mean, he made he made a significant dent, you know, in the pop culture world. I don't know if I call him a spokesperson for Gen X, um, but he's he's definitely represented Gen X in a big, big good way mm. with the the DIY um, model of getting things done. as a very Gen X way to get things done. You know, he took matters into his own hands because he had something he wanted to do. You know, he wanted to make a cool film with his friends. And he he's stuck to that model since then, Um, whether successful or not here and there. We'll, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I could agree. You know, I don't know if I'd label him as a spokesperson, per se, but with the, the size of the impact on pop culture he made, you know... Um, I'll I'll stand by you, Dub. Oh, thanks,
0: Tyler. <laughs> so romantic. Go ahead, Michelle. Tear us down. I'm working for that. Okay.
1: I'm working for that Christmas bonus. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait, what?
3: <laughs> uh, okay. You no. learned.
0: Okay, you guys yeah. don't get paid. <laughs> See what happens when you agree with me? I'm just saying, go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm a woman. We're used to
3: not getting paid oh, as
0: much. Whoa.
1: Oh. whoa.
3: Uh, okay. So First of all, Dub and edit seen,
1: three, two, <laughs> one. <laughs> have you seen
3: Singles? Have you seen Reality Bites? Have you seen any other '90s movie? Because a few, yeah, yeah. Okay, but to say that Kevin Smith formed or is like the deity of Gen X, no, it, no, like no. <laughs> <So it's> just, <laughs> what I will agree with is that you can tell when you when you watch those movies: you, you uh, Clerks, uh, Mallrats, Dogma. You you can you get the nineties feel you get the Gen X feel because he can obviously relate to that. And he knows how to portray it. He knows how to tap into it, but that's not, that's just knowing the time and it's knowing your audience and it's knowing how you want to, uh, like Bly said, how, how you want to, you, you make the movies, how you want to make them and and you use that content. But I, I think I think what cancels him out in my opinion because Gen Xers typically um we do have opinions and we have all these things that we want to do we do we do what we want to do um like I said earlier he's a super super nice guy and he has he has you know the best intentions I think with everything he does um but like he just tends to like even if it's trash even if it's not trash that he's made because he's made some it's he still supports all these things and it's like <laughs> come on, man. Like if it's, if it's crap, it's crap. And can we just call it that? And, and it's okay. You know, it's okay. So just for those reasons, I'm going to, I'm just going to say no.
0: Can can I cut on one thing on that? Let's be honest. We have had bad shows on iHeartGeek. It's very, very rare, but I will never say this was a bad show. No, this was great. You guys did it. Fantastic. That's what being a creator is, is believing in your product, even if it may not
3: Is it though? If you believe in your product, if I create something and I see a flaw in it, whether I did it or you know whatever, if I see a flaw in it, I am going to recognize that. I'm going to point it out so that I can correct it in the future, or so that I can avoid, or I can avoid going down the same path. Correcting is
0: is, is different from correcting with anything.
3: I could do that at work. I could do that at work with you know my coworkers. I could say, you know what, we we did a pretty good job on this, but if you notice, you know a b and c it's kind of screwy so we need to fix that next time
1: he acknowledges a lot of a lot oh, of his yeah. flaws though i mean you listen enough okay, to but- podcasts he craps all over himself a lot you know when it comes to yoga hosers or some of the other flicks <laughs> wow. or cop out he's constantly uh. he but i mean he doesn't <laughs> do it sad, he doesn't Kyle. do it in a manner <laughs> he doesn't do it in a manner where he's like this is what was wrong let's fix this next time he just points out the obvious and just keeps moving on and uses the same formula again. So I guess that's where the, uh, yeah, because there's my
2: point. (laughs) Because Kevin Smith has always done what Kevin Smith does and he just makes whatever he wants. He doesn't, he doesn't care. He's not out to make a billion dollar movie. He just makes the idea that comes into his mind. And I think I definitely get what you're saying, Michelle. And I think that, if he was a creator who was striving to be better, then I think 100% agree that he should do those types of things with his movies and projects. But that's not the type of creator Kevin Smith is. He's a type of creator that, at this point in his life and throughout his career, I think what the the problem that you have with Kevin Smith a little bit, Michelle, is that. He inclined really quickly with really his first, fast. with the first half of his catalog of movies, mm-hmm. and then he got to the point where he had enough money and he had enough backing to where he could do whatever he want. But he still, he still kept the mentality of "I'm going to do whatever I want," like I did with Clerks, and that's where you have movies like Tusk and Yoga Hosers and things like that, because those are just brain children that he was able to make without any kind of any kind of anything. Like he just did it because he wanted to do it.
3: Yeah. And I, I do have respect for that because as a creator, um, I think we're all very creative people. That's why we do this, right? And um as a creator, I totally, I totally get that. And that's like my philosophy. I do what I want. And but I also am pretty self-aware. So you know if I if I was creating something for the masses, um, I'm gonna do what I want but I'm also going to try and grow as, as I do it. I think what's happening, like, and I know we're going to go through the movies, but like, I think, you know, Tusk, but go to something, (laughs) go to something like red state where it was actually pretty good. It wasn't that Mm -hmm. bad. Right. And it was was different, different. completely different. It would be so cool to see him maybe explore stuff like that more um, and try and make something even better than that. That's not Jay and silent Bob. That's not, you know ben affleck or whatever it it's
0: it's with the ben hate again (laughs) he's pretty leave him alone oh no (laughs) he tips well
2: (laughs) he tips very well Well, that's the rumor was the best batman
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you for bringing
1: down the room
2: okay i gotta
0: move it from there okay and when, when when you when we come back we're doing our listener feedback when you see us in a second we'll be back to color And now, let's see what all of our geek rock stars have to say. So for our listener feedback, we asked the people, you know, the, the rock stars of the world. Oh, do you like the color, by the way? Uh, what is your favorite Kevin Smith movie or character and why? And, you know, I ain't going
3: to read it. Michelle, would you like to read these today? <laughs> yes. I would. <clears throat> it's like, so, this isn't
0: planned or anything.
3: <laughs> no, no I, was, I was ready, as always. So Christina, <laughs> our very own Christina says, Chasing Amy, Jay and Silent Bob strike back. And of course, Dogma. Why? Uh, oh, Chasing Amy was the first time I saw him and the character was delightful. Jay and Silent Bob, again, completely inappropriate, but I laughed so hard and I still do. And Dogma, because it was kind of in your face to corporate religion. Uh, Skeeter says mall rats. Always love any character played by Jason Lee, Brody Bruce, the heartbroken mom's basement dwelling loser from mall rats played by Jason Lee. He may have been a total slacker, but the dude showed us the guy none of us wanted to be, but at the same time, the dude we all wanted to be. Chocolate covered pretzel. (laughs) Gross. No matter what. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> would you like a chocolate covered pretzel oh
3: all i can see is like the finger uh, no, oh. no.
2: <laughs> mm.
3: no matter what role he played he was the cool guy uh, okay whether he was brody or banky he was the guy with a slick one-liner daniel houston uh again dogma the irreverence isn't just thrown in as mere shock factor it's actually executed well and is hilarious Alan Rickman's always delightful, and Chris Rock Rock with his improvised one liners. I can't repeat here or anywhere, actually. Sure. It's so great. Uh, Carl Reed, the black geek, says, We miss you, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Says, Dogma. Again, it's popular. Although Cop Out was pretty good too. Uh, It's hard. I am a Kevin junkie and talk about and tell stories about him all day long. Now that I think about it, is most complete character has to be randall uh kimberly romine says i love jersey girl it's such a heartwarming story of a dad trying to do what's best for himself and his daughter and he's doing a darn good job there's really funny moments but it seems realistic compared to most other movies
1: fair
2: enough no and buzz you had one yeah, I've got one more um, from my friend uh, Deidre Orse, um of Foolish Mortal Supply. Uh, she just says um, Dogma as well, uh, because it has the greats Alan Rickman in it. And what more do you need?
0: Well, thank you, everybody, so much for your feedback. We appreciate it. Right it makes on. the show better. You guys rock. Mm, so great. And uh, let's move on to the main event.
1: Now it's time for... The main event.
0: Okay, so for our version of the main event today, we're not doing any top five lists. I decided to throw in our favorite or the majority of the Kevin Smith catalog, and we're going to kind of hit on each of these real quick. We might give them grades and so on and so forth. So, for the first movie that we're going to hit is Clerks, which I'll let y'all talk about it in a second. To me, it was the game changer. It's an A plus. I think it's one of the best indie films ever made. Um, it re- I relate to it more than any other movie I've ever seen in my life. And I wish they would have kept the the original ending when he got killed by the, uh, um, the, the robber at the end of the night instead of him getting the apron thrown at him. But um, then we wouldn't have all these other series. So what are your guys' thoughts on Clerks, and what do you grade
2: it real quick? Let's start with you, Blythe. Uh Clerks, um, great movie. Uh, really um, expresses the fandom and just what geeks would talk about to each other. Um, and just like you said, Dub, it came out at a time where it wasn't really mainstream, and it gave people a lot of confidence to, to be able to have those conversations more openly. Uh, with uh, another uh, more groups of people, so I give it a um a b for sure
0: u k never mind
2: <laughs> yeah they're better movies, Dub.
0: no they're, they're not. way better Tyler <laughs> go ahead sir
1: um i mean really it's it's a pretty insignificant film it had no impact um, really. <laughs> no 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 it was it was fantastic um the first time I viewed it, I was pretty young, so it it would a lot of it went right over my head. I didn't have those experiences working in a place with my friends or anything like that. So I didn't really enjoy it. But later on when I'd watched it with a whole new view, um, it was pretty relatable, even though I watched it, I don't know, probably six, seven, eight years after it came out, you know? Um, So I would, I would probably, uh, because of its uniqueness, its relatability, I I would definitely give it a good a minus.
3: Very good. Michelle. Um, I'm going to come out. I will say A minus. I agree with the A minus grade. Uh, like I said earlier, the fact that he he brought all those deep cut references into, into the geek world and into the movie, that was really cool. Um, I like the fact that this movie kind of just surprised everybody, like, you know, from Sundance on a, mm-hmm. as everybody started watching it. It just became like this, the kind of movie where you could just sort of, you know, those movies where you can just say like a random quote. And people, they automatically know what movie you're talking about. Like Lurks, you that's know? how you find your
0: friends. Yes.
3: Yeah. Like <laughs> I could say I could say Salsa Shark, or I'm not even supposed to be here today, or 37, and everybody knows what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's go on with Mallrats. Um, now I gotta admit, first time I watched Mallrats, didn't impress me much. However, this is one of those movies you gotta watch on reviews. So I mean, all in all, I give this an A. I think that there's a lot of it's it's a lot more intelligent writing than clerks, even though I hate to admit that. But there it, it wasn't as cheeky and fun, if that makes sense. Um I think that so I'm giving this one an A, but I will say with Mallrats, one of the things that they screwed up on, which is I went you everyone went into it with a weird expectation because the way they advertised it was terrible. They did not know how to advertise this film. Clerks didn't really have any advertising. And Mallrats, they put like all their advertising in like women's magazines and Vanity Fair. And I'm like, that's not really your audience for a Kevin Smith. movie. You might want to put this in like, you know, the high times list or something. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. where you should have been putting your money. I don't think they did a really good job of
2: um, advertising this one, which made this more of a sleeper hit, I think. Blies, what do you think? Uh so just uh to, to comment on that it makes sense that they wouldn't know how to advertise it because at that point kevin smith fans weren't kevin Rabbit. Smith fans yeah. yet they weren't they gave him a budget to do what he did because of all the hype he got from sundance but honestly how do you market that movie to an audience that doesn't really understand who kevin smith is at the, that point in time um but I I love that movie. It has um, one of the best Stanley cameos ever. Oh, um, it just—I
1: yeah. don't even think it was a cameo. Yeah. I mean, he, was, he, he, was, he just showed up character. on set. He <laughs> thought he was you know, actually he, doing a signing. He was a legit <laughs> character, you know. <laughs> um, but
2: it's uh, just great. It's it has heartwarming moments. It's got funny moments in it. Um, I definitely give it an a for sure.
1: Very good, Tyler uh yeah mall rats holds a special place in my heart as far as the kevin smith catalog goes um i was a bit of a mall rat myself definitely had a stint where mom would drop me off and i'd be there all day call her at like nine o'clock at night when the mall was closing you know so i could definitely relate to a lot of that but i was at that age where i was coming up into my uh my more Your troubled formative youth. years <laughs> so i wasn't quite at the age where the characters of the movies were at and so it was kind of like oh you know i watched this movie i'm like oh this is okay i'm gonna use some of this i'm I'm learning things you know and obviously nothing good but and then the humor itself the schooner <laughs> the crude humor and everything always appealed to me no matter what i was watching so the crude humor was just it always landed with me and of course, Stan Lee being more of i think more of like a supporting character. Yeah. Know, that was than a cameo. Was, that was that was terrific. But um yeah, I just I will always love Mall Rats. Um I'll probably give it as far as the movie goes, I'll give it like a B.
0: Very good. Controversial statement on the Stan Lee thing. I think this was the last time we saw Stan Lee as Stan Lee after that it was kind of like stand here okay now look surprised i think that was the last time we've seen stanley because he was I getting older at the time know. but he still had all his faculties really in line then but michelle what about you
3: uh you know Marrats Marrats you can't deny has like the nostalgia factor it's kind of through the roof in that in that movie the writing i think is is okay it's different it's definitely different because it had to be but it was kind of the the perfect little portrayal of you know, like Tyler said, being in the mall all day and, um, you know, just the stupid crap that you get into and then just the relationships and just, you know, that mentality. It's, you know, before you've kind of grown up <laughs> enough. Um and 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 I, I can tolerate Ben Affleck's character in this movie because he, he plays it so, <laughs> because he plays that kind of douchey dude way too well. So it works, but no, it is all right. I would say like a B Fair from enough. all rats. So we're
0: doing a thought bubbles on the career of Ben Affleck with you, Michelle, later. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so now we are on Chasing Amy, which um on a personal level, it's I wrote the best, my, my own opinion, the best song I've ever written was because of that movie. I, I'd watched the whole thing and then I was just playing the piano. And then after the movie went off, I just kept playing. And then I have this like really beautiful piece of music in my opinion. And the thing that I'm probably the most proud of. So I love this movie. It on an emotional level, it's the first time that Kevin Smith hit the emotional level, like he should have Um, this showed you what he's capable of more than Clerks or Mallrats. He wasn't groundbreaking, but it was special. Um, I give this one an A. I think it's just a I think he definitely evolved between clerks, Mallrats, chasing aim. You see this just huge climb. And I loved it. Um, gave you enough geek stuff because you know they had the comic book stuff and all that. It's just fantastic. Blies, did I grade it? An A, yeah.
2: Um, I'll have to say I've never really watched Chasing Amy all the way through. Um, I've seen bits and pieces of it enough to kind of cobble it together, but it never was really one of my favorites. Um, it's uh, too rom com for me, I think. It's just not my, my genre of choice. Um, but I uh, definitely... <clears throat> I definitely get why people love it and i definitely get why people who love kevin smith love it um as being part of his uh, the jersey chronicles it really it really adds a layer of depth to that universe that he was um and that, i mean that he still does build on to this to this day um so i would give it um i would give it a b solid b very
1: good tyler Um, yeah, it's been a good while since I've watched that one, but from what I do remember, it was, it was really good. Um, I, I believe you're right. It, it was part of that real steep, you know, climb as far as him showcasing what he could do in a film. Um, and it hit all the right spots as far as what you would want to get out of a Kevin Smith movie. Plus, you know, like you said, it got, it got a lot deeper, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely give it probably a good B plus. Very good. Michelle?
3: Well, I mean, I think we all know that I'm going to say it would have been a better movie without Ben Affleck, but... Um...
0: <laughs> he was Matt fine. Dean. in it. <laughs> Vin Diesel in it, yes!
3: I'm sorry. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Put the not rock in said. there. <laughs> I would like the listeners to know that's not what I said. Um, you said that okay. off camera. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, it was okay. It was all right. It, it's got some cool lessons in there. I really like the fact that there's a female... Character who is in the comic industry and has her own, you know, has her own stuff. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. She's very strong, a very strong, uh, strong independent, driven character who who also showed some growth. You know, the story was it was good, but again, it was just kind of it, it wasn't it didn't overwhelm me um, as much as I think it it may have like with Dub, and that's okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a C plus.
0: Ouch.
1: (laughs) And all downhill from here. No, it's not. Not
0: necessarily. No, I think this next movie we're gonna talk about, dogma. I think this is that'll me all the movies. This I think this is the peak of the Kevin Smith career. I think these these four movies are all equally important, they're all wonderful, and they're all just that climb to seeing him be an incredible filmmaker. And the next one is Dogma and Whew, that that pissed off some people i know um, mm-hmm. but it didn't
3: we got death threats for this
0: <laughs> a lot of the things that were issues with this movie as far as people complaining um you know i come from a religious background and i didn't see most of it because it was so tongue-in-cheek and you know a, most it, people didn't no most people had no issue with it it was just some very loud voices which is what we see a lot in social media on both sides Right. Um, and this is this is one of the first we see of it. I'm like, why are we protesting this? Because a lot of more, a lot of said, okay. There's also a rubber poop monster, and you know that's don't take things just so seriously on that. Um, and if it's not your cup of tea, don't watch it. It's really that simple. Um, but I think this movie was so well made. I think Ben Affleck was brilliant, and I think think uh, <laughs> I had to say that one, and Matt Damon was perfect, um, and you know, I like I like the the Jay and Silent Bob as purely comedic foils in this one. They weren't trying to be anything else, and I think they that this is the perfect place for them. And again, this is this is another A for the Kevin Smith world.
2: Blythe? Um yeah, I think I mean anytime you attack a uh, or not attack, but every time every time you do something like this to um, certain groups of of um people then you're you're gonna get a little bit of hit back from from someone and i think you're right dub this is this is probably around the time of like my space and those first inklings of social of media outrage to culture where, yeah yeah so um yeah i mean i never had any problems with with the movie um i can definitely see why some people would because of some of the stuff in it but uh definitely an a for me i love the movie the cast is fantastic um not only ben affleck and matt damon but selma hayek chris rock there's just this was his first movie where they gave him a cast of just and it it seems like your friends can't be in this movie yeah well not, it seems like those are people that started to see who he was based on his other films and wanted to be part of yeah. his his creativeness. You hear that a lot from interviews and stuff with him that a lot of people just want to work with him because he's a fun guy to work with. And that's where it seemed this cast of people came from.
1: Yeah. Tyler uh yeah this one's another one I to me is almost up there with like clerks as far as how you know how significant it is in pop culture, um, maybe go ahead and throw it in the vault also with clerks. Um you know, it it may have ruffled some feathers because you can't you can't it doesn't matter what what it is, you can't attack a specific anything. You know. And even even if it's not a real attack, you're just being tongue in cheek about it. Somebody's gonna get heard about it. Yeah. You know? They're gonna feel attacked. Um they just had a voice at that point now because you know beginning of outrage culture and social media and all that. Um, so he got a lot of attention, and I think that actually worked out in his favor. Oh yeah, because uh, it definitely that was free advertising there, you know. Um, but it was it was it, most people when they watch it, they don't they don't get what they were talking about, you know. It's like this is this is funny, this is this is great, and it was it was put together really well. The cast is amazing and played all the parts, you know, just perfectly. Um, and who doesn't love Alec Rick Alan Rickman? I mean, yeah. Um, and George Carlin. Come on, you know? oh uh,
0: my
1: god yeah you you throw both of them in any movie uh, i'm I'm down, let's yeah. see what it is, you know um yeah, it was really fun but <laughs> 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 well, hey hey hey, <laughs> but um yeah that's uh it's a it's a movie I would definitely give it an a to just for just for um how significant it was growing up for me and my crowd at least mm-hmm. and you know just overall fun i recommend it for everybody pretty even good. grandma <laughs> <laughs> michelle what about you
3: well i was raised catholic so uh i understood pretty much everything and so i think that made a difference it made it even more entertaining i mean really for me any movie that has you know fallen angels war between heaven and hell on earth and alana says god which was my 90s girl nerdgasm and 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 a movie that <laughs> i'm sorry you've been what? saving
0: that this whole time to say that there i you wanted go. to say
3: it um and 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 just the fact that the movie just it it doesn't attack i would say it it kind of pokes the bear that is catholicism enough yeah. you know i mean and catholics are very passionate people you know and i get it uh but, if you can look past it and kind of see see what he was doing with this movie, and it, um it like everyone said, all the characters, everything worked out. It's one of my favorites. Um, there's some parts of it I probably wouldn't have have gone with, but um all in all, I think it was such a great movie. Um so Dogma gets an A for me. Um, again, you know, Alanus is God and and then you got Alan Rickman as Metatron. It was just, it was, that was awesome. Very
0: good. Okay, now we come to the we started on the downhill. Now we okay, go down.
2: We, <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree completely. Okay, I didn't realize this was your guys' <laughs> downhill.
0: Jay and Silent Bob Strike mm-hmm. Back. Funny parts of this movie. It felt like a. It felt like Kevin Smith saying, "You know what? I'm going to make a Kevin Smith movie." That's what this felt like. I give it a B because it was a really, but it. I feel like the magic at this point was not
1: Yeah, if that makes sense. Um uh, let's start with Tyler this time. Uh this movie's awesome. Shut up, Dub. Um, oh, I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> it's more just, like shut up, Michelle. <laughs> uh no, yeah. I I love this movie just because I maybe for me it's a little more nostalgia and like I think I mentioned off air or, or earlier. Um it came out right in that sweet spot for, for me, this movie was directed right at me at that age. Um, and all of my friends and everything we, we loved it. You know, it was, uh, it had that stoner feel to it, which that was the crowd I was rolling with. So, you know, it was, it was a good time that was offensive to mom and dad. They didn't want you watching that movie. Oh, so no. it was even better, you know, at that age. <laughs> um, and I think that to me that's where when I think hey you know let's watch a Kevin Smith movie that's the one that pops up in my head that's the that's the feel I get from it it's nothing you're going to take serious you know it's just it's a creative fun time with a bunch of stupid humor in it you know and that unfortunately that's a uh, something that appeals to me and not not many <laughs> but I like I like things that are so stupid it's funny yeah and Jay definitely got that down back, oh my so, gosh <laughs> so uh yeah I, I give this one uh a b plus very good, plus. okay, Blig's the invisible man
2: <laughs> sorry guys, um, yeah, so I think that um I think the reason why um you might not like this turn of movies dub um at least at this point in his his catalog of movies um is that he, and this is something that Kevin Smith has always done, he's always appealed to not just one audience. And this is where he starts to appeal to a younger generation of people. That, like, like Tyler said, this is where he enjoys this movie. Like, he starts to in, enjoy Kevin Smith. This is a movie that really is one of my top favorite Kevin Smith movies because of when it came out and when I saw it, I was a teenager and this is a perfect teenager movie. This is the essence of what those characters, Jay and Silent Bob were going through all of those those first movies. So I give it an A for sure. Wow, Michelle?
3: Yeah, so this is where... I'm going to say, yeah, this is where Kevin Smith kind of lost me. Um, I can appreciate the fact that, you know, Jay and Silent Bob are iconic characters. Like I, I totally acknowledge that. I just don't, for me, for me to sit through a movie though, with just them um, is not my idea of a good time. (laughs) So maybe it was when I was, you know, 20 or 19, but now, you know, it's just not, it's, it doesn't hold doesn't hold on to me very much. So um, you know, because it's just everything to me, and this is totally my opinion, it just becomes predictable, kind of silly dialogue. And I just, I don't know, I just, it's just not for me. So I'm just gonna go, I'll give it, I'll give it a I'll give
2: it a D plus. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I give a plus. I put a plus. <laughs> I think that's the first D in I Heart Geek history. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Oh shoot. I know which one I gave the d to <laughs>
0: <laughs> And it was a Marvel one. Okay, so yeah, let's, let's guess. <laughs> let's yeah. let's talk Jersey Girl. Um let's not talk let's not talk long about Jersey Girl. Now, as if if Jersey Girl wasn't a Kevin Smith movie, we'd be talking a, a solid B. As a Kevin Smith movie, it's a best to see. It's because of the genius and the brilliance of those first movies we talked about, this I know this is him trying to do something different, but it's too different. It doesn't, I don't, this is going to sound weird. I don't smell Kevin Smith on this. It's just, yeah, it feels like it could have been made by anybody. And I mean, I think Carlin was brilliant in it. I think the little girl was adorable. Um, yeah, It just what didn't feel like Kevin Smith. So I can't, you know, and, and then they had the whole uh, J-Lo, Bennifer thing, whatever. Um, I didn't really care about that when I was watching it, but, um, yeah, as as a Kevin Smith movie, it's lucky to get a C, but as a regular movie, it's probably a B. Uh, Uh,
2: yeah, uh, I give it a, I'll give it a C as well. Um, and really because I don't really see, uh, this movie sits with me probably about the same as chasing Amy did. It's just another rom-com that he made and, it's it's a solid movie in that genre, but I just don't, just not my my bag.
0: Fair enough,
1: Tyler. Um, I'll give this one, I'll give this one a B minus. Um, you know Ben Affleck's greatest performance to this day, really showcasing all of his uh, talent. Really, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the uh, anger you can. I was smell like, it. I was it's waiting amazing. for the look on Michelle's face. <laughs> no, it was it was a good movie. It was sweet. Um, I didn't mind that Kevin Smith took that route and tried to do something like this um, it, in the Kevin Smith universe. Yeah. It's not the heavy hitter by any means, but it was a well-written movie and it, it's, it's a nice fair. heartwarming flick. So Michelle.
3: So my review of G Two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jersey girl. Uh, <laughs> again, can we, can we maybe try it without Bennifer in it that would be kind of cool uh I agree the, the the story is is cute it's wholesome the, the little girl was great um I just it was just again like like you guys are saying it was just a rom-com I mean it could have been it could have been any generic rom-com with these guys in it not that I'm against rom-coms there are some that I like but this just didn't uh, it's okay and and I would totally W brought a, a really good point up is that you kind of have to look at this as not just as the movie, but as a Kevin Smith movie. So, how would you rate it as that? So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, C minus based on based on that fact.
0: Wow, you put never mind, huh? Okay, so let's go on to Clerks Two. Um, Clerks Two is a sad day because it's the day that Kevin's. I you know I had to take Kevin Smith off the pedestal, and he can do no wrong. The other ones I like. I gave excuses at Clerks Two. Because of one line when they're in jail, he says, uh, you know, Brody's talking and uh, turn around, guys, because cover your ears. I don't want to hear you say, hear me say this stupid. It was inexcusable. That part when you I love you, man. It's like, Mm. stop. That was that was the end. Um, And because of that line, you know, I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but. You know, that's, it's a C minus and that's probably pretty close to the bottom of the barrel
2: for me, unfortunately. Blyse. Um, A plus for me. And that's not a joke towards, <laughs> that's not a joke towards you. Wow.
0: <laughs> How are we on the I same show? I don't
2: think that you understand the characters at go. that point. For those to be your, the reason why you don't like the movie, that was, that was Randall's character. He was not someone who would ever show his emotional state and he never did through any of the stuff that he had been in prior and that was a moment where kevin smith you you know that kevin smith loves those characters because he relates to them and because they were characters that he 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 built his empire on and he gave them actual emotional ties to each to each other and I love Clerks too. I think and again I think I've this I've never is heard where, anybody
0: say that. That's amazing. Oh, I,
2: I love it. <laughs> I'm not being a, I'm not being a plot. I just I most people like I know don't like it. I and again I think this is part of where in where you brought up the whole thing about it being a Gen X thing where he started to shift to a different audience. And I, I cuz I know plenty of people who love it.
1: <laughs> Interesting, Tyler. Um okay, so after um After Jersey Girl, we're going to start hitting a few that I haven't seen. This would be one of them, Clerks 2. I never got around to watching it. I personally did not, when I heard about it, when it came out, I personally, my first thought was, you didn't need to make a sequel to that. Um, Because I just, the original was just so good. Um, And I think it was best left alone. But since I haven't seen it, I'll, I'll give it a C. I'll put it right in the middle. How about that?
0: Very good.
1: So from something I haven't seen, I'll give it a see. Yeah, I don't know if it's good, I don't know if it's bad.
3: Hey, that works. Um <laughs> it was all right. It, again, I I think Clerk should have been left alone. I really do. And I don't think trying to bring, you know, Rosario in, Dawson In who's who's wonderful, it didn't save it. Um Dante's one of my favorite characters, but it just I don't know. it just didn't it lost me. It, it lost me. And it, and it, it
0: tried so hard. That's
3: yeah. Hard. It, and maybe that's it. Maybe it, no, it just shouldn't have been made. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, I mean, Kevin Smith, he wasn't really on a pedestal for me at that point. Um, but yeah, I just, it was pretty disappointing. And again, it should have just been left alone. So, you know, I'll give it a, I'll give it a C minus just because I'm feeling it. Going that way
0: today, I think we're gonna hit the rest of these really fast. Zach and Mary, um, a C. It's,
2: it is what it is. Um, yeah, Blythe, it's a it's a B. It's a it's a good movie, but it like you said, it is what it is. It's just kind of a. It's not really a, a Kevin Smith averse movie.
1: Tyler, yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with the C. Yeah, that's one that I have seen that I'm gonna give it a C. Nice. Michelle?
3: Yeah, why not? Let's just go with a C. It's meh. That's my my only review. That's my word.
1: (laughs) Um, Next one
0: up, Red State. Um, Completely different thing for Kevin Smith. Um, Actually, I love this movie. It's a little slow, but I really like it. Completely different direction, although I don't necessarily put it in the Kevin Smith universe. It's definitely his creation and props for going in a completely different direction and doing a pretty darn good job. Um, I'm giving this one a B. Maybe a B I'm gonna give this one a B
2: plus. Solid B for me, for uh, for everything that you said. Just uh it's a it's a good movie, it's different, um, and it it's just cool to see him tackle different genres. Yeah.
1: Tyler. This would be one of the three we're gonna talk about today that I haven't seen yet. But I did look into it, and based upon everything I'm seeing, the direction he went, the you the would plot like and it. everything. I have a good feeling. I'm going to really enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a B in anticipation <laughs> for it being good. <laughs>
3: I <It's> B. <a pre-emptive.
1: laughs>
3: <laughs> I like it. An <laughs> anticipatory B. <laughs> nice. This, let's just rate everything like that. I haven't seen this, but no. Yeah. Red state. See, I, I, I would go with a, uh, let's do a B, B minus B. I'm kind of teetering on that, but what would be really cool is to see him try something like this something different something he, he did and we'll talk not... about that in a minute <laughs> well okay but in a good a good way fair enough <laughs> do it do it well next time
0: okay and what What? you be minus okay so be next honest. one up is yoga hosers and this is kevin smith saying hey let's watch suicide squad and green lantern and make something worse um yeah huh. it's a it's a c minus 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 i don't want to give it the d because only Captain Marvel deserves that. So, yeah. <laughs> I've said curse. it before. You were on that show. I didn't even want to year and gripe about it now. Oh, well, I, I saw go it ahead. now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clerks is an F. Big old F.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See? I didn't even have to say
2: anything.
0: So, Yoga Hosers, give us your grade there, Blythe. Uh, yoga Hosers is
2: an A+++. <laughs> plus plus plus. Okay. <laughs> so, you
0: can't take anything Blythe says seriously? Uh, okay.
2: No, Yoga Hosers is a, it's a C. Um, it's not my favorite movie. I don't think it's anyone's favorite movie. But I also think that, like we talked about before, it's one of those things where Kevin Smith just, he paid his dues. He, he built his career. He's he's made himself into what he is now so let and him we'll make whatever in the movie yeah let him, let him make whatever he wants to make yeah, yeah. So that's just what he's going to do at this point and and I'll still I watch them yeah and I can't fault the guy for it
1: Tyler yeah i think he had um he had a fun stupid idea in his head and hey i want i want to make a movie and have my daughter in it and make her front and center so there you go that's what you get uh the first half of it was you know I could I could easily have fast forwarded through that. Uh when you get to the Brazis, I'm all in, you know. Uh, that I, was, uh yeah,
0: you have a point there. It's I like the weird the second half.
1: I like the weird stuff like that. That was fun. You know, it got good in the second half. So I'm gonna give it a C. Yeah. The the second half is when the edibles kicked in when he was writing, apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. Surprised.
3: Oh, that's why it's so good. Uh okay. I uh, no. Um this is something that I never even bothered watching. You
1: and did. I've heard
3: Yeah. And and from what I've heard and seen, I I probably wouldn't have made it past the first five minutes. Um it's cool you want to put your kid in a movie. Uh it's unfortunate that he named her Harley Quinn, but that's a whole other show. Um I'm not gonna forgive him for that. And like
0: so that. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're not great in that one. Uh, pre-empt- a uh, preemptive minus. C-.
3: I'm gonna she give it a
2: because she hasn't seen it.
3: No, because, no, Tyler got to gray whatever he wanted preemptively. <laughs> I am preemptively giving yoga hosers a D minus. Wow.
0: Of I, I wouldn't even, wow. Not the same as clerks. Just saying. That's I'm going to throw things at you next time I see you. Okay, next one up <laughs> is Tusk. Now there's two movies that's Tusk. Tusk, when you're listening to him writing it on the podcast, because you saw the idea get birth when he was on a podcast talking about it. He's got, mm-hmm. got this idea and he started talking about it. That movie that he said was amazing. What he put on film was not. Um, it wanted to be Red State, kind of weird, and it just didn't hit it. Now, because because I loved watching it happen, that was an A to me, watching him create it on screen and then probably a C- minus on the
2: movie. So that equals out to about a B. Why's? Lies- uh yeah, I give it a a B. Uh, for all the reasons that you said. Do you think that this movie would have hit you differently if you never if the the tusk formation would have been left a bit ambiguous and you didn't see like the rubber? Suit I pr- of it? I
0: might not have liked it as much. Really, I liked it because I I say I loved I was, you know hearing the creation of it happening. I was in yeah. because it was so cool. You know I felt like you know. And I had nothing to do with the process, but you feel like you're part of the process. Yeah. So, and I loved it, you know? And I think that what, what watching him do that was what I feel like it must be, like, sitting in a room when Kevin Smith's writing a movie. I'm like, right. this is awesome! They're right. spitting ideas and all that. I
1: love it. Sure. Tyler? Yeah, see, this is the other one I didn't see. But it it sounds like it's gonna be right up my alley. Now you'll the probably ex- get an execution a. of it. The execution of it, obviously I don't know. I haven't seen it, but the concept of it, I'm gonna do what I want on here and I'm gonna grade by that. So the concept <laughs> is gonna be uh I'll give it I'll give it a good C plus, you know, because I, I enjoy B movies, I enjoy the the cheesiness and just the fact that a dude comes walrus and just it's
0: based on it's, a real ad, yes.
1: It's calamity. So uh yeah. That's where I'm gonna stand, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: never saw this movie, but I have it on excellent professional level authority that it's garbage and probably should not have ever been made.
0: <laughs> wow! So wow. I don't even know what you're gonna grade that. <laughs> he she gave it a G for garbage. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <A> G
1: minus. <laughs> okay.
3: So I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say based on that it's an F. Um, and I appreciate I appreciate B movies and stuff like if it's horror or something, but. Apparently that's not what. I don't was. think
0: you would even grade this an F if you watched it. All right. Well, to be fair, I
3: do
0: what it's, I want. <laughs> Got to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> next up is the point that I've given up on Kevin Smith making Clerks again, and so therefore I'm a lot easier. I'm grading a lot easier. Jay, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Um, you know, if you would have asked me this two years before, I would have given this you know a solid D, but being that I've get I've given up on okay let's just enjoy this for what it is you know I give this a B plus it's a big nostalgia romp and that's all it is and you know you feel like you're hanging out with your old friends that you haven't seen cuz you've been through the jersey chronicles it was it's fun so yeah
2: if that makes any sense blise I give it a D for those reasons because you know how much I love nostalgia. <laughs> um, I hate Because you're are, a fetus. We know I hate things that are, <laughs> are made just for those purposes of nostalgia. Um and I don't I think I made it about halfway through this movie when I was like, I just I don't know, I love I love the original. I love JN's Bob's strike back, but you just you made the same movie. For the purposes of wanting to make this like to hang I out with your know, friends. To read yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, maybe that's that's it. And if it was something if it was a different project, I mean that's the thing about about Kevin Smith, he built a universe. He can use these characters in any way that he wants. Why remake the same movie? Because a billion people watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess sometimes those dollar bills really come into to Me view. too
1: tyler um yeah i'll i'll give it a, a a c for much of that also um i didn't mind that it was nostalgic but like you said he he could have done anything you wanted and we just we, we took a nostalgic rump and we got iron bob that was fun you know, um, <laughs> I, I there that was, was a lot. Kind of I did enjoy it. I, there was a lot of laugh out loud points in that movie for me. A lot of ridiculousness, you know, and that always appeals to me. I mean, I, I, I'm, I can't wait to see the new Jackass movie. So that should tell you where I stand on films, but you know, but <laughs> wow, should have won but, an uh, Oscar, yeah, 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 no, but um, yeah, I'll give it a C because it's still a good time. You know. fair enough, Michelle.
3: I did not watch it, and I know that everybody's shocked. So. Preemptively, I'm just gonna give it a D.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> now finally, um, most people most I don't think I don't know who else on the panels watched this one, but this the Jay and Bob super groovy cartoon movie. It's gross, it's written, it's got that old Saturday morning cartoon feel with the animation. And it was actually directed completely by Jay. I love this movie. It is it it is every bit of toilet humor you can imagine. Um, uh, it's every junior high sex joke you've ever heard in your life and it's fabulous i highly recommend it but go into it knowing it's not smart writing it's you know it's, it's 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 he he fart jokes but i loved it so i'm giving this one honestly because i the palate cleanser from all those that we haven't liked i'm giving this one a good uh b plus has anybody else watched this one Blies? i uh, can't, we can't
1: hear yeah.
2: you right this isn't a movie right it's like a little mini series no it's a movie it's uh, an hour and a half long on amazon oh this is something different than what so i thought you were talking when you sent us the list of everything i thought you were talking about the mini series so he made a clerk's mini series yeah that like which little is, mini i episodes. own it and it's not good yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love
0: that. He had nothing to do with it, by the way, yeah, except yeah. For I, I
2: love that mini series of cartoons, so I give this an a based on that
1: <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you'll <laughs> definitely not like it then, okay,
2: Tyler, go ahead
1: um this one I haven't seen all the way through, but you're you're not you're not kidding when you're talking about toilet humor um and that's all you need to go into it, you know, don't expect your... anything else yeah. you won't
0: be disappointed.
1: don't have anything else in your head when you go into this one, so for that yeah i give this a b
0: michelle i'm guessing you haven't seen this one so what do you got to preemptively grade this
3: one (laughs) yeah i can probably handle a little toilet humor that's cool but not a whole movie uh let's where 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 am i now my scale let's just do a d for (laughs) for consistency
2: because (laughs) because it's a cartoon
3: (laughs) yeah yeah okay so that
0: was a show kids um Kevin Smith, if you were watching, I'm sorry. I can't. I have no control over all these guys. Not my fault. Um, you, yeah, like he's going to listen. But uh, check out the website, www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use the column, we paid extra for it. Um, subscribe, like, um, give us a comment on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, go to our Patreon. We have new stuff coming out every single week. And until next time, I'm Dub. I'm here with Michelle. I'm here with Blas. I'm here with Tyler. Keep on geeking on, kids. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.